Hi, welcome to Sword Art Radio. In this episode, me, Biddy and Dax sit down to play the storytelling card game Once Upon a Time, and they figure out it's a really bad idea to let me play. Any questions, comments and feedback and random facts, swordnutradio at gmail.com, that's swordnutradio at gmail.com, or get in touch on Twitter at swordnutradio. On with the show. But where's all the fantasy? <laughs> where's the pretending well, things? What I want to pretend things. Once upon a time is basically it's a bunch of cards with different things. It's like princess, of frog, knight, castle, or whatever. You get a handful of them, and you've got to tell a story. And you all collectively tell the story. And every time you can use one of your cards in the story, you lay it down. So you, and you're trying to clear your hand. Oh, that. Stuff. Yeah. That 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 that. Can we play that? Mm-hmm. I like stories and role playing. I am assuming everybody has seen Battlestar Galactica, the reimagined series. Yes, I have. Um, what, the new one? Yeah. No. Oh, by the way, for, f- for future reference... Don't give me that face. I like my Cylon silver, damn it. It's one of the best sci-fi things of all time, and I, I include feel... Star Trek and Star Wars. I want to feel that. slightly dirty about my love of um, Starbuck, not absolutely no fine and heterosexual about it. Please watch I it. I like the A-Team tie-in. Please. <laughs> and it's completely different to the original. Because there's no comparison to them. Fleshy Cylons, though. Yeah, but the original series had fleshy Cylons at and some I like, point as well. I like, I like the little ha- like the hand-rubbing bad guy as well. Like It's so, so good and 70s and cheesy. But yeah, please, I... please watch it. Because I'm buying the game, right? And oh, which is fucking going to be awesome. Or so we need context. Yeah. You, so this is just research. The twists and the plot are so good that there's no way I could allow you to play it without having watched it. I, because, I, because it would give away... Okay, number one, you should watch the pilot because the pilot's really good and it's got the fi- a firefly is featured in it. So you can spend the entire episode trying to see the firefly. Is there? Yep, there's well, like a Well, like a little Easter egg somewhere. Okay. It, 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 there is or is it supposed to be canonically in the firefly universe? I have absolutely no idea, but no, you, it's do, not. you do see one at one point. It's it's quite it's quite fleeting, but it's Maybe definitely there. It's Firefly, thousands of years gone, and they're going back to Earth. Nah, maybe. But anyway, uh, but no, anyway. Oh my god! I can't go, I was about to sell, tell you something, but that gives So now. anyway, so the pilot is excellent, but you'll then watch the first episode of the genuine series. And if you are not hooked after the first episode, because the first episode is just incredible, it's forty-two, isn't it? Yes, it is. Which is all all kinds of amazing. I had had to... If if that episode doesn't get you, you're forgiven for not bothering with the rest of it. Well, if that episode doesn't get you, then you should hang yourself. I had to be alone during that episode because it was not suitable what I was doing to myself because it was so fucking good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm... <laughs> just, just hanging by a tie from the door. <laughs> <laughs> just while well, just Cylon's fight, I'm like, it's so good. It's so good, right? My fiance, who's not into any sci-fi at all, he is into James Bond and Bourne and Taken, and that is all he's into. Mm-hmm. Fucking Competency got Bond. him so. He has got the Battlestar, you know the you know the icon, the Battlestar icon that they have on the yeah, ship, yeah. The, the sort of like bird thing. Colonial He's got yeah, yeah the colonial fleet. He's got a lit one of them on his wall, and I managed to do it. it's that good. And they, oh, for your benefit, I may get the Firefly, the Serenity game instead. I was gonna buy the board game. 
I desperately but, want that board game. The Firefly board game. Yeah. I know. Well, it looks okay. So, pretty. so, but I can also run a Firefly because we started one. I don't yeah, know if yeah. you can remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're and, all drug addicts, and uh, you, yeah. you, you were their dealer. Yeah. Well, they all fucking turn right. I was like, go away, make your own thing, and you have all you have like vices, and you have things like that, and everyone chose heroin addiction as a vice, <laughs> all independently of each other as well. Every single crew member. <laughs> it was absolutely brilliant because you're encouraged to use. They give you the dictionary of the phrases they use in Chinese, uh, so oh. you can use them yourself. Interesting. Um, yeah, and you know, and they'll um, and just the word shiny, you know, what it means, and so on. And you're encouraged to use them at the time. And like, and I was giving out fate points as well for when people could get in a Chinese swear word and stuff like that. Oh, uh, budget. Uh, it was so. If but I could see, I could see if Chell knows any. Does anybody me watch? Does anybody watch Castle? I've, I've, I've seen it. I don't watch it. It's good. It's actually much. it's good fun. It's kind of real, kind of like just oh, let's just have a bit of fun, you know, bit of chewing on. Nathan Fillion every single time there's a Halloween special ever wears because he plays Castle. Uh, was it a? He's a novelist. He's a novelist. Yeah. He's a crime novelist, and he's, so he's helping a... the police with their inquiries. And every single time he has to dress up, he dresses up as the space cowboy. <laughs> It's great, but there's loads of little references. I really like subtle stuff like he, he throws in, it and everything is in. Yeah, but yeah. He, he walks into like a crime scene and and kind of like he's putting on these gloves and he looks at his hands and he's got like blue gloves on. So he just kind of goes and then just carry it. And he's like two by two hands of blue, you know, and constantly all the way through, just little reference, little reference. It's beautiful. It's fucking absolutely wonderful. Yeah, and do you know what? If, if if DC got off their asses and made him the Green Lantern. Because he voices the Green Lantern in a few of the Enterprise <clears throat> things, and he's he amazing does. at it. Mm. It does, but the plot does not because he's too old now. Yeah, I suppose. So. Yeah, he's and in then the new, that's um, a shame that because I don't care that he's too old. Yeah, he's in the new Halo game actually. Yeah, I didn't realise this, but he voiced uh, when they did Halo ODTS or whatever. It no, was. he's in the um, uh, the the. the advert for it, the trailer for it, um, mm. and they've, they've used his face. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, in the first version of it, the first game he did that was one of the earlier ones, like the original Xbox 360, um, you never saw his face, it was just him doing the voice, so now, obviously, he's a bigger name. Out. Playing that game. We, I thought we were doing... Oh, I did, you not, did you not see the squeals of excitement? I thought we were doing both. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. You said fairies and princesses! <laughs> I'm a stereotype, <laughs> goddammit! Why is there no explosion afterwards? Though? Unless it's Point. unless it's after you go meow and then you go and then we wandered into the forest of darkness <laughs> where the kitten cast the spell of wandering lights. We, we, we'll come or back to the kittens. We incorporate exploding kittens deck into the Once Upon a Time deck. I don't think we could, in all honesty, because it's all stuff like um, potato cat. We've got to get potato cat in somehow. Well, no, see, see, see the no. It's like see the future and skip, and it's it. I could totally do that. Well, it's like beard cat, but then it's like let's leave it pure for now. So, if I run a Firefly game, I'd play that shit. Oh yeah, hell yeah! I'd, I'd, I'd as play a role star, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll do it. I'll, 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 I'll as in tabletop. Yeah. Not, not as in a game. As in, yeah. I will GM it. Yeah. So you play that. You will play that. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. As can a I, player character. Yeah. Can I make a humble request? As long as you know, <laughs> it's going to have this accent. Right. No, no, that's fine. And they stupid name. <laughs> no, good. 
Because all my characters have accents. I do not half-ass my role-playing. <laughs> you can ask... You ask Alex. Um, who else was there? We had Alex and Mike. And my mate Alex. And every single non-player character had their own distinct accent. Yeah. Can, can, I, can I put a request in that, that, that we not do it... I hate... I love these games, but I hate it when people crowbar characters in from the original series. No, no, no there's no, none no, of that. Right, you can't, you, when, you're not even allowed to firefly a firefly. That is, no, because I, I, exactly the same thing, if you are in, playing one of my Star Wars ones, you are most certainly not allowed to be a Jedi, you cannot fly a YT-13. No. If someone rolls an egg on one toy, they walk the fuck out of my game. Yeah, and yeah, and kind of yeah, there's no, there is no river in this game. Yeah, because, well, the protagonists of the, of the main story are already, like, you can imagine they're already leveled up quite far, do you know what I mean? They're, they are plot level yeah. heroes. I mean, on the game... They, you don't, you the, don't, come, in, the you don't set... come into D&D going, come into here, man. Yeah. The setting, you don't even, like, the first maybe one or two games, you don't even have a ship. Yeah. You won't even be in space. Oh, I'm getting a bit excited about it now, actually. <laughs> yeah. I just started reading Lev Grossman's um, Magicians, which they're turning into a series. I don't know if you've seen the advert for it. It's a guy with a playing card, play lower back playing, and they're like, do some magic! And he, like, throws them, and they all, like, stop in the air, and then they turn into houses, like little house have you seen it advertised no. well it's um i saw the trailer looked intriguing so it's like grown-up harry potter that's mm. kind of how, how we're doing it it's a magical school sky realized got magical gift goes and learns about it blah blah read the books and they are magical harry potter but shit really <laughs> shit like this guy walks through a bush and ends up like in this new sort of not new world, it exists in ours, but it's been like using magic, it's been like set apart slightly so no one can find it. And it just it just takes gets taken all in its stride. And it is so tame. And then every so often, like honestly, this one episode it's like um it's like Quentin, the guy's called Quentin, goes up to the bell tower because he wants some alone time. But while he's there, Elliot is on his knees in front of some boy, while the boy says, You know how to service me, suck me, service me, and I'm like where did that come from? That is sex is not alluded to in any other way. And then there you've got this fucking old man servicing this young boy in the bell tower. Sounds and the, like, and, and like Quentin goes really, Quentin goes, I couldn't help but feel slightly jealous that Quentin had never come on to me. And then it never gets discussed again. And I'm going, so I've 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 had to stop because it's so tedious. And they handle magic really badly. This this to me sounds very much like a Mary Sue thing, where like someone walks into a new world and is absolutely fine with it because the author has been wishing desperately to be in that world forever. Yeah, mm. he even yeah. projects that onto his character. Like the character has been spent all his life desperately wanting to be in another world. Right, yeah. so it is obviously author, <laughs> fan, it's author oh, service. Yeah. You know, it's just it's this the the, the author like we all do. We all want to be in another world. That then all at some point fucking... we go, but no one's going to buy this. Yeah. <laughs> so then no, I'll write something people want. I'll write something people maybe want to buy. Let's, let's, problem, let's edit, shall we? What annoys me, right, and especially as a writer, right, is I write, I, I read things that it's sold well. I mean, the reviews of it are three. It is sits at three stars on Goodreads on Amazon. It is completely... People love it or hate it. People love it or hate it. And most people love it are just like, I read Harry Potter and I really wanted something similar. And everyone else is like, oh my God. Yes, get but some the amount of Harry Potter slash fic out there, that's probably that audience. 
Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that and there is so much of that you don't really need somebody else I, to do it. You can just read that all day. I had no no idea what Slashfic was or fanfic was. I just thought fanfic, fan fiction. People who write things into like, yeah, young and innocent. Actually, not that young. I was I was like twenty five. No, and, I was the same. Yeah. I was twenty five when I, I found had that no idea. Was. And I was like, I'd, I'd I'd read a bit of Harry Potter and I thought, well, so now I'm not read it. I'd uh, I'd watch the films, and um, I thought, okay, right, I'll I'll have a look at this now and uh, and see and see if there's any. Stuff out there like people have taken the torch up and gone on it, and I'm just like sitting there, and my face is just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> Malfoy, why are you doing that to his asshole? Why, why would you? I can imagine, yes, like thinking about that sort of thing, and also, but but you wrote it down and then published it. Like, yeah, it's what? insane. <laughs> I got introduced to it with a Hermione slash Hermione story, which is <laughs> yeah, which is essentially she goes back in time with her time turner. And has it's sex. Them a pregnant male version no, of has sex with herself, basically. And, it, and it's also in this like weird kind of time loop in that every time she goes back, she she kind of thinks, I don't really want to do this. I don't know why I did it in the first place, but I've already done it because I've come back in time. So she's in this like time loop where she has to do it even though she doesn't. And it's just like, do you know what? You were looking. But it was it was to come across some heterosexual or non male homosexuals. Well, the thing is, though, somebody had, somebody had sent yeah. sent this to me and said, oh, you got to read this. It's fabulous. And I again, I didn't realize what I was reading until I got to the bit. And I was like, what have you said? Because some, some of it is very well written. Yeah. Like I I got I just very I, badly advised. Yeah. Mm. It was the it was like, right, okay, what what happened? What would happen if it was basically let's make Snape the great guy, you know, that he actually is, and the uh, Snape's plan comes undone. If he gets exposed, so he has to he, by this but he kills Dumbledore, but he gets exposed. So he takes Harry and like vanishes and it was really good and it was riveting and they go into the muggle world and then they're in and out of the muggle world and stuff like that and then one night yeah <laughs> for no like they're, uh, they're, i'm just like reading way and he was just like i miss sirius so much i'm like so do i this was a really good character and snape, snape like against, against his usual haughty demeanor snape gathers harry into his arms and i was like well, that doesn't seem like something that well. Well, that certainly isn't something Snape would do. <laughs> no, Han, Harry, don't let him. No, you poo from there. <laughs> That's not what a wand is for. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! But best thing about the story. Harry Potter uses Engorgio on his penis. Oh, God. He uses Engorgio on his penis because he would. He, if it's a teenage boy with an Engorgio it's, spell, it's, that is quite realistic. He though. is going to use Engorgio on it, and he does, and he uses it on his penis. I made me laugh. So, I said, do you know what? Did he use it in, in, in mid thrust? Was there just a moment of this is going to stretch a little he bit? He uses it on his own. Right, he uses it <laughs> while he's on his own, and then this is after he has his little tryst with Snape, and then Snape's like, "I'm going to have to send you into hiding." I, and I'm like, I'm invested by this point. It's awful, <laughs> right? Uh, and he goes and he stays with Professor Lupin and he's in bed, like, and he's like masturbating and he's like looking at these pictures of uh, well endowed guys and he's not that well endowed. Or he is. Well, according to the snake one, he's like massive and then suddenly he's like, oh, I wish I had a big penis. So he uses Engorgio and then doesn't know what to do with it. So goes to see Lupin who goes, hey, I can help you with that. I, uh, but do you know who's right? And while you're here, my fridge needs fixing, and I've got <laughs> yeah, some leaky pipes. Yeah. And oh, look, is that is that the pizza man at the door? <laughs> but do you know who's right in this? It's teenage girls. Mm. Teenage mm. girls are writing 
the homosexual. Because I'm like, I'm like, gay guys are gross. And my friend who sent me, she, she went, I wrote it. And a lot of, because we were in Geek Society at uni, all the girls write slash fiction for the stuff that they're into. Well, there, there is there is that that thing. Um, um, I'm, I'm gonna. This is this is gonna sound like generalising, but there is functional magnetic Im- image resonance data to back me up, and I got this from a post PhD neuroscientist. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, no, very very, there. very small yeah, yeah, yeah. pinch of salt, and that is that um, in, in in the male brain generally, we have. Basically, imagine there's just a, a certain lump of your brain, right, uh, of a certain size. And the analogy is that you take that basic lump of brain. Um, in guys, that large lump of brain is spatial. It's spatial reasoning, spatial awareness, being able to turn a shape inside out, turn uh, things upside down in your head, um, to be able to sort of plan where things are going to be. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it goes a lot deeper than that. But anyway, um, there's... The same amount of brain. So imagine you have something like size of, something size of a cantaloupe, something size of a pea. So the guys have have this spatial reasoning area, and then they have the, the size of the pea thing is going to be their uh, language center or their, their social reasoning. Essentially, um, it's very closely linked to language, but um, and hearing, uh, which is why we're shit at relationships and always going to be. And you just this is, it's why you just say yes, dear, because she's right. Just just you know let you know let it happen. Um, and why, from our perspective, girls tend to make rules all the time, and we're like, "What? Why?" I don't know. About I understand girls completely, yeah. and I argue just like them. <laughs> uh, taking that what you will, mm-hmm. and uh, in women generally, it's that's reversed. So this, yeah. the spatial reasoning thing is, is a lot smaller. The um, social reasoning thing is is a lot larger. Um, and again, it goes into lots and lots of fine nuance. But but what you're saying is essentially, what's my point? So this is why men key off visual porn and it's all salacious and it's, it is very much sort of, oh, this is horrible, dirty and exploitive because it needs actual people to be involved. And, and yes, fair enough. But that's why men like the visual stuff, but women like the, like reading, the, the, the conceptual <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. stuff. And, yeah. and, and it is still porn. That's what it is. It's, it's there to get people off. Yeah. It's just one involves not ex- you know not having people actually doing things and therefore has no possibility of exploitation. Yeah. Apart from maybe intellectual property rights. Yeah. Yeah, because Jake. I'm sure Jake like feels violated. She does. Well, I mean, she so, don't like she she is vastly opposed to fan fiction. Well, again, saying saying that there's no uh, there's no money in it, there's no way of commercializing it, you only have to look at the Fifty Shades of Grey stuff to say that that just isn't true. And and speaking as a man who has read the first book, and it is awful. Get out. I know because I was sick to death of people discussing it and me not being able to join in the conversation. So I just read it just just so I could participate, and it's terrible. And I've read the Twilight books as well, so I know what I'm comparing it against. It's worse than the Twilight books, and the Twilight books aren't even good to start off with in the first place. Again, something I read just so I could participate, but I am astonished that it has been so successful. Just giving people permission to be naughty is the thing. It is. One of my, uh, a good friend of mine, she writes S&M um, erotica. Real S&M erotica. Like, and she's <laughs> just like, that is badly written, low-key, socially acceptable S&M erotica. It's not it's even, like, actually, a lot, of the, a lot of the themes in it and the, the stuff and everything isn't actually even socially acceptable even within yeah, the... Yeah, it's someone being abused. Even yeah, yeah, yeah even within is, the community, yeah. it isn't acceptable behaviour. No, it is weird how 
that one has got through the net. Mm, yeah. It is well, really Because there's plenty of like it out saying, there, yeah. Because I have read a quarter of it, and it is badly written. Mm. It's just clunky. It she is. has no perception. But look at, but look of... at Mills and Boone. You go oh, into a charity yeah. shop; it's full of Mills and Boone. Like this is a high turnover thing. It's used porn. It's full of these charity shops full of used porn. It's Mills and Boone novels or. Um, I know Jamie when Collins you pick up one of those mm. books, you know. Yeah, what you, you, might be smeared on those pages. Yeah, or... you, you, that, that new book smell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, mm. <laughs> but it's it's about giving people permission to do it because again, it's that there's the social reasoning thing. So there's there's these. Um, lots of assumed rules, lots of oh you can't do that, you can't do the other, this is naughty, that's and that's not. And as soon as you give people permission as uh, as a whole to do something, they'll do it. It doesn't matter if it's high quality. I think Kindle has a lot to answer for as well because a lot of these books you have to buy yourself in person and then sit there reading it. And if it's got like like some half naked person on the front of it, you're not going to be sat there on the underground reading it. Whereas now you've got your Kindle, you can be reading whatever the hell yeah, you like. Where the and no hell is that rite of passage? Of like sneaking into the pawn shop at some time in the evening or the afternoon, we reckon no one's going to be around. Yeah. And so going in and being like, oh god, is, so, is there going to be like an assistant? Is it going to be a woman? I don't know. Like, uh, I'm buying it for a stag night, honest. Where is that now? I can remember in my younger days uh, on holiday down in Wales, and I thought, ah, perfect opportunity because no one knows me here and, yeah. and, and no one will know and everything. So I went into the shop, bought me pawn mag, put it down the counter, and then picked up a newspaper at the same time because I wanted something to read when I wasn't alone in the tent um, and and the guy kind of took, took the money off me and then put the porn mag inside the newspaper and handed it to me and I yeah, went, he knows. that is a brilliant idea <laughs> damn it he thinks I'm buying this paper just so I can do that. No, that, that and I was more affronted by the fact that he thought I was somehow embarrassed by the entire process and and needed to hide it away in a newspaper and did it for me than than actually just buying the book. Well, being considerate, you know. Yeah, it was, I don't know. Well, the thing is, is now as well, people are reading fucking Fifty Shades of Grey on tube. Yeah, exactly. Like that. But then uh, some of those Moist. people... Some of those people are, yeah. are doing it, are, are reading stuff on the tube in order to be seen reading on the tube. It's, yeah. it's that sort of passive thing. They're like, oh, look, oh, look. Can I just say for the record, unless you're referring to cake, there is no usage of the word moist that is acceptable. <laughs> it That's is, the only scenario in which it works word. as a word. Yes, it's a horrible word. I hate the word moist. It's mm. true. The only other situation I use the word moist is referring to corpses. I won. The, the difference in archaeology is, you know, is 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 the, the very important question. In archaeology is: like, Oh, we found bodies. Okay, are they moist? <laughs> are they moist? <laughs> if, if they are, we're either in trouble or we've got a lot of money to spend. So you know, come on. Mm. But if they're dry, it's fine. It's a horrible word. I, I was in Thompson's in the village with my sister. Uh, and a guy who I don't think realised I was an older brother was flirting with her all night and stuff like that. Because you know I'm a I'm a gay guy and she's my sister, so we've got we've got less of we've got more of a, a sister sister relationship. There's a lot of hugging going to be on. Fair, if you're out in like the village, that. don't assume like family groups are going out. No, you don't. Mm. You don't. And I was stood at the bar uh, here. He, she was stood here. They'd been flirting all night, and he leaned in between us to talk to her. <laughs> and said, I could make your pussy so moist, you'd have no idea. And so, um, did the barman have enough towels to clean up the vomit? <laughs> it did, wasn't, did his shirt just get ruined? No, it was... It, the barman was shouted 
board bouncer to remove me from the premises as I dragged him. I'm not very good at I'm not very good at fighting unless I've got a blade in my hand. Then I'm fucking ace at fighting. But they don't allow you to carry fencing blades around. Um, I'm intrigued by that. Uh, <laughs> I'll bring a bag of tricks next time. All oh, right, okay, we're gonna have a blade off fire. No, because you'll have a fucking broadsword, and I'll you be sat there with a fucking foil. Rapiers, do some rapier stuff. Yeah, yeah but I was never. A, I, I, I never did. I was. I didn't even do epee. I was uh, just foil. Never too late to start. Mm. Right, so I've got to learn sabre, so just so I can fucking fight you. <laughs> right, okay. Um, but no, yeah, so all I did was drag him around the fucking... I was so... And that's not like me at all. But hearing someone say that to my youngest sister, she just turned 18 and I was taking her out down the village. There's a special bone in your head that sort of moves when yeah. <laughs> I was taking her there as well so she wouldn't get hit on by guys. I thought I was like, and I, and then it, she was like, but, that, no, that's a that is a really good point. What was that guy doing there? Mm. Oh, I mean, so maybe he was by, but like, no, 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 it wasn't by. No, there I realized the they had to pick up. I girls. realized, yeah, and I've said this to my mates, and they were like, yeah. He went. That's where where we only go to the village to pick up girls. I'm Someone's like, done some. What do you mean? He went. They're they're there. They're in a false sense of security. The guards are down. They're willing to talk to you. You know, they're not, like, straight up backing off and stuff like that. They'll trust you. You'll have a chat with them first. You'll get to know them. He went, you know, he went... They're probably thinking in the back of their head, oh, he might be gay, but I'm so good that I could turn him. I don't think that... Surely no one thinks that. No, no, no one thinks... You'd be very surprised. You know, people have the fantasy, but I don't think... I'm not sure how many people actually believe it, but I'm sure a lot of people have the fantasy. And they're all writing slash fiction. Probably. Do you know what I actually? Do you know what I actually find <laughs> fascinating about this as a subject matter is we've got a friend Steve Perry, Steve Perry, who, who is gay, and, um, and there isn't a hint of bisexuality about him on a normal day. But when he gets drunk, he gets straighter, and he will actually start chatting up girls when he's drunk. But he would never do that sober, and it's kind of like the complete opposite of the normal heterosexual kind of stereotype. Over, they get a bit drunk, and you like your inhibitions go. It's probably fascinating. It's probably a little bit. It is our inhibitions going. Mm. It is the opposite way around. You know, mm. it is like I had. I do have one or two mates who, when they get drunk, the the Kinsey scale of sexuality becomes a little bit skew with, and they are a little bit more like touchy feely mm. with other guys. It's and I'm like, like fair it's, enough. I think fair it's going to be more that it's. It's not, I mean, this is just my bullshit theory, but like, it's more that it's that the social constraint of, okay, so it's okay to be gay now, but but then you find like bisexual people generally, um, purely from Twitter, uh, (laughs) are are sick of being ignored and like, oh, we don't exist kind of thing. So there's that thing of like, well, uh, it's now more accepted to be at either end of the scale, but not in the middle. And so the the, the people who do have a bit of a broader, you know what the word is, uh, what do you call it? Taste. Taste, there we go. Um, taste. Yeah. Inclination. I would say leaning, but yeah, no, yeah. it's not right. Yeah, no, it's, um, yeah. I, I, I run a mile today. I don't do words. <laughs> you might have a chance to win this game. Um, so they would, that inhibition lowers and they go, okay, oh, I can express that part of myself now. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I did, um, shockingly, I mean, I my, um, during my uh, <laughs> psychology degree, I focused on sexuality. Because <laughs> you do. If you're a girl, you focus on gender studies. If you're a fucking black person, you do race. If you're gay, you do. If you're a white male, you've got your pick. You know, everyone, they're, just, they're like, I'll do what I want because, you know, none of this has affected me. Um, and, you know, looking at 
both sides of it, why gay people tend to be straight, why straight people don't feel uncomfortable and social stuff like that. And um, my my big one was uh, homophobia within the gay community and why why gay guys are more attracted to straight men than they are to gay men. So you'd have two guys who are exactly the same, but one of them straight, and it's, is it the unattainable thing? And really, after a lot, well, we did like two years worth of research, we, we, it came right back down to boys club. Like, when you take away the, the common ground of girls, you're excluded automatically from the club that you've been right. brought up to be in. You know, you're not one of the boys anymore, no matter how hard you try. There's this one, one thing. So, you know, there's part of it. And you'll see it with, like, I, some of my mates pretend to be bi to talk and talk about girls with straight guys because they want to be part of the little community. Yeah. They want to be part of that little club. Surely that disappears with age, though. Because you get a yeah. certain age and it's just not that important anymore. You know what I mean? You get a lot more comfortable with it, yeah, yeah. I mean, and then I think it does, the sexual taste of, of heterosexual men does become a bit more of the uh, unattainable. And and the sort of macho... The, the closely exotic, I think it is called. It's, it's why we have a shit ton of listeners in America, because... And then, and why the, the 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 British accent is considered sweet butter candy to them? Because um, <laughs> oh, uh, we're, we're, we're we're I wish I'd been single enough. when I went over. To we, New we need York. to do an episode where we just sit around the microphone, basically just saying really fantastic English words <laughs> in our best English accents. And, and why don't it'll, we just be, it'll just be pawned to them? Basically, we'll get a and, script. And, yeah, words, words that words that sound dirty but aren't. We can, I've got a whole list of place names. Clint's. There there is a town. Not too far from here, <coughs> called Shavington. More. Shavington. Do you have to say it? Shavington, come resty. <laughs> <laughs> the other way of saying it is Shavington, but the locals say Shavington. Shavington. Of course it is. Shavington. It's where Hyacinth UK lives. Yeah. We'll do. We'll do. Uh, we'll, a, I'll bring us a script and we'll just read out Downton Abbey. <laughs> to, uh, that was Jesus Christ. That's how, um, how, what's his name started? Uh, wasn't it? Uh, Rowan Atkinson started. That was his big break. He was on New Faces or something, and all he was doing was reading out names. He was a schoolmaster, and he was reading yes, names. Yes, it is really, really, really well, good. The, the, Boyle. Boyle. <laughs> yeah. It was, well, when he was on Top Gear, they just started throwing random words at him, and he just has some kind of innate, yeah, just, just a natural ability to make any word sound funny. It's mm. incredible. And speaking of slash fiction, plug your books and stuff. It's not slash fiction. It's much better than that. You've got an audience of thousands. No, 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 that's crude. I we'll do your bumper. Too, yeah. We'll do your bumper at some point. Mm. Um, that's your, you need to be okay. making money yeah. off this shit. Yeah, bullshit. Okay. Uh, so go on, if you want to give us the breakdown of this, because like I said, I played it and then realised I didn't really have a clue. What okay, so what happens is, this is Once Upon a Time and we're going to play this shit. So, okay. there are two decks. There is a happy ending deck, mm. and there is a, I don't know, plot point or, or a thing. Uh, Na- uh, like people, places, events, yeah, environments, yeah. Uh, what we do is we take a whole load of cards with things on them. I mean, there might be um, love token. Let's see. Let's just go through the first five on, on the deck here. Love token, a moat, a window, a wall, and those are just things. Uh, there's uh, an event, parting ways. Some of these things allow you to, to interrupt other play- players, but the idea is everyone gets a happy ending card. You then take it in turns to play the cards out of your hand. And you have to play all of the cards in your hand 
before you play your happy ending. And the first person to play their happy ending card wins. Okay. But you have to tell a story that connects them all together. Now, right. So, and it also has to connect with the happy ending. So you can't just go... And it has and to the, be... And the robot and the scarecrow went off into the sunset, but the Wicked Witch died in the north. And, but this goes round. You know, so we, yeah, our, we, we build our... The story's yeah. got to build together. Yes. And it's just whoever gets to their happy ending. Very much so. So what happens is, if you um, are seen to hesitate, People can say ah, hesitation, and then it passes oh, to the next shit. person. Oh no! But it's I not. It's not. Um, it's not too strict about that. It's just you obviously run out of ideas, and you're kind of struggling. Um, so it's hesitation, and normally someone will just want you to. Yeah. To so, so, so it's character, <laughs> thing, place, aspect, or event. Yeah. Categories. So um, there, there are a couple of ways you can interrupt uh, and take control of it, and that is to have. Um, so, so someone hesitates, and it goes to the next person. Um, so you end your turn, you pick up a card off the deck, and then you keep going. Or they mention by accident, or you maybe suggest in a clandestine way, um, as something that you have in your hand, you can play it, and then you take control. They end their go, they take a card, you start talking. Yeah, so if you've got River and you somehow kind of, and they go, oh, and they're walking along, oh, what are they walking along next to? Uh, a road, is there anything else? Uh, yeah, there's a river. You can put your river card down. Right. Ah, okay. Yeah. So if someone drops it, right. Okay. Yeah. So you can take advantage of someone else. Mm-hmm. Do you have to be alone when you do your happy ending? <laughs> or <laughs> is it? Because, yeah, I, I mean, I'm quite comfortable, but it's not something I would normally share. Mm. I'm quite selfish that way. I sometimes even make my partners leave the room. Well, you have to have <laughs> nothing in your hand when you do your happy ending, so, you know, that can make things very interesting for you. Okay, no, you're so only supposed to have one thing in your hand. Yeah. So The rest of it is supposed to be up the side of your wall. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, we're not teenagers anymore, are we? The rest of it's supposed to be in your belly button. <laughs> <laughs> we were tiptoeing up to that innuendo, but then... then Bang! We were just right on top bang, of it. Bang! Pumping the shit out of it. <laughs> I don't know how we would start with. Uh, it's 11 minus the number of people playing, so 9? No, 8. 8. eight. Uh... Okay, um, I've basically put all my cards in the order in which I'm going to tell this story, and uh, I've, I've already written that story. Uh, That's it there, it's done. The, the person who starts is, is the person who is most likely... No, sorry... Where, where was it? I read it a second ago. It was something along the lines of whoever amongst you looks most like a storyteller. Which is one of these weird kind of like bullshit open to interpretation rules that are very popular in games at the minute. Um, I think Dax looks like a compulsive liar. But then for the same reason, that's why you should start. Okay. Because you look like just anybody else. That's oh, how they that get is you. awful. I think he looks distinguished so, and handsome. So, well, in my head, that means he looks like a serial killer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're a dentist. Yeah. 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 So. Okay, then. Uh, I, I shall start my story by saying once upon a time, there was a blind wizard. And he was. How was ve- his health? Well, he, he was blind, so, you know. You're about his life. Are you allowed to interrupt? Yeah, you are. Yeah. Um, and, and he will, I, I imagine. Anyway, no, he, so his, his health was quite good, but um, he was a bit down in the dumps because, unfortunately, he lost. His spell book. And without his spell book, he was just essentially a blind man because it was a very special you know, spell book. It was it was done in Braille, so it wasn't really much use to anyone else. So he decided he was going to send a knight far away to go rescue it. And I've run out of mojo, so I'm going to pick up a card. 
and that's a, a story ending card. So let's not pick up one of those. <coughs> so instead of uh, as the knight on his journey uh, went al- went uh, along many distant lands, mm. he found the book after many hijinks, and he was on his way to return mm. the book. So, so he he he'd found the book. I'd already done that, and then I played it. Yeah, no, no. But, 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 so he's if he's it. returning, he's he's found the yes, book. Yes, he has. You don't want to say that he's rescued the book, yeah? No, I don't think a book can be rescued. I think a person has to be rescued. Well, no, it depends on what environment. <laughs> the book has no sense from. of its own peril. Uh, okay, fair enough then. So, unless it's a sentient book, in which case I've just won this game, don't I? Well, um, so, but, uh, um, I, I believe though I can actually just interrupt you because it's matching oh, fuck symbols uh, and saying that he had in fact rescued the book um, from a very, very from a dying because I can interrupt. Damn it! From a uh, from a dying wolf. Who themselves um, had actually found a long lost tiny priest who was very frightened <laughs> and I have no more ideas. <laughs> it just it just wrote itself. That was the order wow. in which they were dealt. <laughs> really? Yeah. I sat there for a minute kind of putting mine into it like a sequence of events and you just get dealt them. Nice. Okay. So, what so. just happened? <laughs> So, uh, there's a blind wizard has sent his uh, uh, sent a knight away to go collect his lost spell book, and he found it. He found it, and was returning with it. Um, but along the way, he found a dying wolf. A dying wolf. <clears throat> no, he came upon a dying wolf who had fa- who um, had found a long lost tiny priest, and they were all very frightened. So, so basically, so now the knight is is stood next to the wolf. Who himself is stood next to a tiny little frightened priest. Well, why wouldn't you be? You're stood next to a wolf. Mm. And um, okay, so they're so, all frightened. So Dax, please can continue the story. They were frightened because before them, as they travelled, a huge army appeared under the command of a wicked witch. Oh, wicked witch! Oh, mm. Wicked witch! Oh, we're so close. <laughs> this cards are vibrating now. But upon the battlefield, they had ground a halt because there was a challenge. Damn it! Ah, 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 ah. No, you, you can't interrupt. Oh, no, no, no. And I know what you've got now. Yes, you do. Yes, mm. I do. I do. Um, on the battlefield, because two of the great champions of the army had agreed. To a contest. A challenge. <laughs> no, because no. contest, does they have to say the word? Does he have to say the word? Is that the thing? I, I think you kind of have to, you have to say it or you have to say a, an insanely close variant. Oh, come on. Come on. Mm. Judge rule. Judge rule. Judge rule. I don't know why you're asking. Rule me, against him. <laughs> rule against yes, him. Yes, rule against him. Ha! We'll, we'll give the benefit of the doubt to the newcomer. Rocks fall, everyone dies. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, and I'm out. Okay. Okay. So, um, so the contest, so <laughs> the contest was uh, basically because these were the two opposing armies' greatest warriors, and as a result, they didn't want neither side wanted to lose them because you know they were quite important to the battle. So they decided they were going to have a food fight instead. 
And um, that's me out. <laughs> I've, got, I've got fuck all I can play with with what I've got left. <clears throat> oh, okay. shit. I could have right, done with something there. But never mind. Okay. So, yeah. So, in the great food fight challenge between <laughs> the heroes of the army. Yeah. A flan was flung. A flan was flung. <laughs> a flan was flung. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and it flew out of the boundaries that they'd set for their, their, their challenge. Yeah. And flew towards the witch, the wicked witch, the very wicked witch, who was mixing up yet more nuclear arsenal for the challenge. Your and bastard. it knocked her over into her cauldron. And so the witch perished in her own cauldron. And oh, <laughs> oh, you bastard. <laughs> I set you up for that. I warned you, you didn't listen. Oh, <laughs> okay. There's right, a reason okay. I'm banned from this okay, game. <laughs> okay. Right. This is how I came up with the plot for the D&D game. This and then... Really? <laughs> no. Oh, oh shit. Hang, hang on a and minute. so an alliance was formed. My cards are shit. Right. I'm, just, I'm not even going to look. <laughs> yeah, oh god, look it. I'm that good. I'm just going to just slam things down in order. Yeah. So I, I'm going to go first just because, you know, why the hell not? So once upon a time, there was a castle. And in that castle, there lived a king. And upon the king, uh, the king's head, he had a crown. Now, he had a secret. And the crown? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, the crown was emblazoned by a key. And the key was rumoured to unlock the treasure vault. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> There's a key to the treasure vault. I wasn't quick enough, was I? You weren't. In the middle of the Grand King City. Which, unfortunately, was under siege. Got no Pass. Under siege by a cursed dragon. Ooh, nice. Who recklessly decided to assault the walls which had never been breached in a thousand years. Um, no, no. Okay. Well, this, Come on. this was a start, uh, this was an absolutely terrible state of affairs for, for the kingdom and specifically the king, because you know, no no king can be a king a king of his kingdom if he can't rule. Uh, but luckily he had a secret. And that was that he had a sword. With this sword, he was going to give it to someone to slay the dragon, and that's me. <laughs> slay a dragon? That's crazy. <laughs> who, who who says this 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 uh, thing though? Said yeah. the bandit king, <laughs> who would be who uh, was the only person who'd answered the summons. So a band crazy is my business, <laughs> he said. Mm. I shall take this quest. Where? To the cursed manor. So, so he's going to go there then. <laughs> well, I suppose he'd have to go. <laughs> so, so you could say he, he he has to go on a what what word am I word am I looking for? Um, quest. <laughs> I've said quest. Quest quest is the thing I've said. Yes, it's okay. it's been done. You know, it's been done. yeah. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. 
Um, if you've got an interrupt, now would be the time. Yeah. No, 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 I don't. No, neither do I. Uh, so he will go on this journey. Is that the word you're fishing for? Yes, <laughs> journey. There we go. Um, Hang on a minute. So if they say the word that you're holding, then you can interrupt as well. Yeah, because you've got that card. Oh, so you can play it. That yeah, fucking they're... sucks. I've had these fucking shit cards for ages and you've all said them. You've said them loads of times. Right, go on. Bastards. Okay, so. Swap. <laughs> so, so, the king... to, so they're taking a journey to the cursed manor. Yes, so so the, the bandit who came forth to take the secret sword um, is going on this journey to the manor. And obviously time passes as he gets there because, you know, it's quite a long journey to get there. But um, as he arrived... <gasps> shot horror somebody had betrayed him and told him and uh, had told the dragon what he was doing and where he was going and, and, and I'm out I got nothing <laughs> I got nothing, um, you, got nothing you, can, you can pass him so he told the dragon uh, okay so he told the dragon <clears throat> fuck who uh, came and raised the hillside with fire he was on a hillside, by the way. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the bandit king had to cast aside his clothes for they were burning. Uh, and fled the scene for, for shelter and succor. He, he, he flew. He, he fled. Ran, he fled. He fled. He ran away. Why? Because sometimes heroes have to run. And no, that, 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 that doesn't sound like the, the behavior of a, of a hero. Well, sometimes they have to run. Uh, and he ran to a uh, in fact the way he was running was straight to the cursed manor which is not what he intended he'd intended to pick up companions along the way to help him in his quest and there he found pass yeah I was going to say (laughs) floundering god yeah there he found a wise woman who lived in a hidden garden. Was she wise? And a woman. Well, she lived in a hidden garden, which he just ma- it happened to stumble upon, uh, which was adjacent to the secret manor? The cursed manor. Cursed manor. Adjacent to. It's a adjacent. Sem- adjacent. <laughs> it's a similar. So, right, yeah. <laughs> So he, he stumbles into the... He meets a wise woman who says, do not go into the cursed manor until you have visited the forest of loveliness <laughs> where you will find more answers on that. Okay. Yeah, I've got I've got a very long way to connect <laughs> one of these cards. Yeah, I, I, I am nowhere near to my happy ending. I haven't even got in a story element yet that would allow me to... And I'm going to pass. I, I, I'm going to. Bring, I'm, I'm just going to build my hand up. You see, you can if if you have nothing, you can just pass the next person and just build your hand up a little bit. Okay. Well, we're in a forest. Uh, the forest I, of love. He's passed. He's passed. Is me? Yeah. The forest yeah of no, 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 no. I'm saying. I'm just letting you. Fucking letting you know. All right. And then there was fighting. There was fighting between me and you. God damn it! Because that if that was canon. So okay, so he met the wise woman. 
who told him what. So a recap of the story. So uh, King with the oh, Crown. Listen, that's not star from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> the wise woman told him that he couldn't he couldn't enter the cursed manor, manor until he retrieved an object from the forest of loveliness. The object from the forest of loveliness. However, it was all a lie. All she really wanted to do was imprison him. In her cauldron? <laughs> yeah, no. No, no, he can't imprison someone Card. in a cauldron. <laughs> God. He managed to escape. Okay. And found... <laughs> oh. My happy ending is so shit. I don't want it. I, I, I haven't had anything yet that's even allowed. I, no. I, there's, there's, there's a very specific thing about my happy ending that I haven't even introduced yet. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to pass again. <laughs> Just build up my cards. Jesus, okay, so he couldn't get out until he found a thing. He's managed to escape, though. He managed to escape, and he found. Is he, oh, and he, is and he, he found um, his brother or sister. <laughs> <laughs> He's found his brother or sister. He didn't quite, didn't quite know. He, he's, uh, he's trans. Um, they're not quite sure about that legally. <laughs> Equality in the magical world. I like it. Um, actually, the, the word uh, bardak is a uh, medieval um, Arabic word for a third gender. Oh. And nowadays is used to mean the passive uh, partner in a homosexual relationship. So by relationship, I, I think they mean trusting and acting. Thrust in and out. That who receives. Good. I will never call it anything else yeah. other than. Would you like to be into a thrust in and out with me? Because I feel we have a deep connection. <laughs> really deep. Well, it, it covers all the bases, doesn't it? Uh, so you find a brother or sister um, who. Um, so so he escaped. Yeah, and then found. Yeah, okay, so he escaped and then found his, his brother or sister. In the forest of loveliness. In the forest of loveliness. Nah, come on, was, too, too long. Come on, pick up uh, the card. Yeah, I suppose. Oh, I was nearly there, I was nearly there, you dick. <laughs> the brother oh or sister... God. Oh my god, oh my god. Right, okay, fine, yeah. The brother or sister... The Here and the brother and sister travelled through the forest of Lovelinum to seek the thing, but all they found was a lonely beggar who said to them, the thing with which you seek is not a thing, it is a person. And that person is a cowardly child who is also an orphan. Damn it! That's an interrupt on a yes, character. Yes, that is. Yes. Damn it! But looks like a very old person, <laughs> aged beyond their years by some magical means. So it's so it's a it's a cowardly child <laughs> that has been orphaned, but he's actually incredibly old. Who looked? Uh, yeah, Benjamin Button. Fair enough. Okay. Magically aged beyond his years. It's canon. <laughs> yeah, okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, deal with that. <laughs> Stymied by your own story element. Yeah. Oh, so okay. close to getting rid of this card as well. Oh. Okay, so now it's miles uh, away. The lights vanished down the tunnel. Uh, the orphan's parents um, oh, nice. ha- uh, came from a village that they obviously called home. And, um, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Bastard. <clears throat> and that village was holding a jousting tournament. 
Naturally. Yes. This is like the most erratic <laughs> story ever. There is no kind of logic. In which the prize. Was... Does anyone even remember the fact that there's a there's a city under siege yes. by a dragon who's <laughs> supposed to be saving the city? In which the prize is the one thing that would lift the curse on the cursed mansion. And wait, a, what was the a, thing that was lifting the curse? It was not. A it was, it, we thing. Never it was a person. We never established. No, it. yeah, no, no, yeah. It was. It yeah. was. It was a cowardly child. It was a cowardly child. The cowardly child would lift the curse from the mansion to enable him to go into the mansion, yeah. which he needed to go into with the sword to do something with the dragon. Yes. Yeah. So the uh, so yes the so, so the jousting tournament got... the prize for the jousting tournament is this cowardly child. So I will go with whoever because this cowardly child with this curse has a lot of power and can uh, lift a, any curse. There we go, sorry. And uh, so, MacGuffin. And um and they, 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 they set upon horses and began to joust. Us. Deal with that. So during the jousting <laughs> tournament, yeah. there are two <laughs> But there are two of them. <laughs> Yep. Uh, During the jousting tournament, um, it became obvious that uh, the brother and sister uh, who were were, were jousting... The brother and our sister. The brother and our sister who were jousting, um, although well-trained in the arts of combat, uh, had no money for armour and so were forced to wear cauldrons for helmets. (laughs) (laughs) And fuck you. Okay, fair enough. Um, uh, Pass... (laughs) I've been dangling on to that for so long. As they were, they were taken on under a kindly night as squires. The boy slash girl performed admirably, uh, but the boy turned out to be a coward. The bandit king. Uh, yes, he's a coward of a bandit king. He yes, he he he, he was employed as a coward, became a coward, and. He lost the tournament and therefore lost the wizened Which old child. May, because they lost that, and I'm interrupting you, uh, because they lost the tournament, he had to part ways with uh, the people in the village um, because, you know, obviously he had been banished out of them. Uh, on the way out, he uh, spoke to the um, cowardly child's stepmother. The cowardly old child, stepmother. The, the cowardly old child, the the, the, the sacred one's uh, stepmother. Whose husband oh. was close behind, <laughs> shouting, Doth not go from me, fair woman. And that's all I've got. I just wanted to play that card. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, okay. Um. And the reason he said, do not go from me, what did he say? Fair woman. Do not because obviously um, <laughs> they they had been married for a long time and, and and they'd kind of you know fallen out of love with each other because you know these things happen to people when they're married for a long time. But with the threat of her leaving, he was falling in love with her again, and he couldn't he, he couldn't resist um, you know he, he couldn't stop her from going. So as a result, they they started planning how best to resolve the situation, which was. How to get the knight back with the cowardly, cowardly the coward, cowardly how to let the knight guy, the the, the bandit, yeah, the bandit I'm gonna, king. I'm going to take a card because that okay. is so. They're plotting how to get how, how to get the bandit king away from them, and so 
they could who's now lives. a cowardly squire where now were they trying to get squire. away from uh, they were trying it's to get come, away it's really come down in the from world their home, from their home as you said yeah. and uh, so to get him away they planned but they weren't at the home meeting. They, they weren't at the home though because they were having the jousting tournament, weren't they? So no, that, they that, was, no, that was where they were having it. That was the village we established. They'd gone to this village that they called home. Yeah. To ha- and uh, that at that village, they're having the jousting tournament. So. So they needed to get they needed to get the the bandit king squire away from the village so that they could um, live in, in in harmony together. And all of these strange people were just just really fucking up their shit. Okay. And so they arranged a meeting where they delivered to him the strange, powerful old child, and. Who turned out? You can't interrupt. Be. That's not interrupt. Oh wait, that's not interrupt. <laughs> yeah, bow down. Um, <coughs> I didn't like the way it was going. Yeah. No, <laughs> they took the, the strange old child uh, and took him to this this meeting. And even though they didn't win the right to bring the child with them, they they uh, they broke the rules and, and gave them this this child to take with them upon his quest. And he went to the haunt, the uh, cursed manor. As was foretold, and uh, within that manner, finally able to enter the cursed manor without being affected by the curse, he found a shrine, and the curse was broken, as had been foretold. <laughs> I was so close. <laughs> I had tournament field that I was trying to get you to say so I could get back in. But the thing I had was, and so the spell was broken and they were free. And I was like, well, nothing, no, no one's had a spell cast on them yet. No one is All cursed. I needed, right, was to get to the I'll get to the mansion, right? Yeah. To get the door. And then the squire overcame his cowardice and saved the day. But yeah, right? the, the city is still under siege. The city is still fucking under siege. <laughs> By the dragon. And the king's going, what fucking hell? This, 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 this fucking... That's in um, a sequel. <laughs> the sequel. Yeah, this is this is like, so this, is like this is like Lord of the Rings. It was recorded. So in the crazy, so yeah. the crazy king bandit is, is, is off with his magical I'm, sword, and he's still there going, "Oh, this fucking dragon's fucking." I need crazy. to buy this game. It's. Uh, I love this game, but I can never be allowed to play it. And I'm gonna. Oh, no, I'm gonna have a quick read of this because because there are. Different that to me is a plot hook on its own. This is amazing. Give him another card. I don't want to see him smile. This is like proper. Old school grim fairy tales. Uh, how many is it? So eight. Um, Aha! Yes, I knew there was something. Once you have extinguished all the cards in your hand, um, you then play your finishing card. And if it makes sense and is is coherent with the story, then you are crowned the winner of the game. Should the other players judge that the storyteller's ending card doesn't finish the story satisfactorily or doesn't make sense, then they must discard uh, their ending card and draw a new one plus a new story card. Ah, right, good. So once Which, you've run out of cards... To be fair, you, in yeah. the last story, we probably would have had to do, yes. because there was still a situation... There was still unresolved, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, this is learning. This is learning. Because, yeah, because... Congratulations, congratulations by the way, <laughs> even though it's a heterosexual marriage, of which I'm opposed. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm still... Oh, come on! Okay. Once upon a time... There was Esquire. Esquire had a horse who was renowned for being a fighting horse. Oh, too much of a too much of a delay. I'm sorry. That that's that's yeah. very poor. You know poor. when you're running out of steam. But I've got terrible cards. By oh, the yeah, way, yeah. I've got terrible cards. 
It can't be my, my my imagination. My imagination has paid my bills for the last five years, so <laughs> fuck you all. So, and one of the squire's main tasks would be that he would go out to um, the local forest with his axe, and he would collect firewood for the fire. And during the, and, and this as a as a general job made him happy because you know there was lots of fresh air, and he got to go out and he got to see people and interact with people. And um, there was a particular tree in which he always used to go to um, during the middle of his day. And he would sit down and he'd have his lunch there and everything. And it wasn't that far out from the city. It was just kind of like away from the moat. It was a big city with a big, with a big moat, so it sat quite closely. And while he was out there, he saw someone. And he thought, hmm, I'm sure I know who that person is. Because I, I spend a lot of the time around with the higher people being a, a squire. That's the princess. She must be in disguise. She must be disguised because why else would she be out of the city walls on her own? That's me. <laughs> well yeah. done. Yeah, I thought that, well was, that was good. And so he thought, I must approach her and give her this ring as a love token. But how must I? How can I do this? But well, well, I'm well, but well, a poor kitchen boy. Yeah. So where did you get the ring? Cutting wood. Well, he had it on him, just in case he met a princess. What? Yeah, but where, 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 did you get, where did you get the ring from in the first place, though? Well, it's, it's, it's a, a, a piece of twisted vine, a token of his love. So it's just a little ah, token, okay. you know, he picked it up. Um, but he said, um, but she'll never come to me and, and, and see what I can bring as a, as a lowly kitchen boy. I must transform myself into a brave prince. Pass. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> okay. Oof, I'm spent. <laughs> that, was, that was a bit of an ejaculation, I'm sorry. No wonder he's spent. To do this... Sorry, I'm reading lots of Lovecraft. <laughs> <laughs> so to do this, he embarks upon a quest. To go to a cottage where he hears a wizard is in residence who could have the power to make him... A prince. Hmm. He gets to the cottage and instead meets a holy priest who is sleeping and cannot be woken. And then that's it. I, I, I don't like people doing that. I keep on going to take a card every time. I, I take sure, one when yeah. I can't go. And that's just pessimism, yeah. isn't it? Do not actually. I, assuming you're going to fail. Are you just passing it straight along? Are you that much of a douche? Yeah, actually, you can do that to me. <laughs> Dick. Um, okay, so he's looking through a well, looking through a window. I'm kind of curious okay. as to how many cards. So, so the sleeping priest is inside. Yes. Okay. So, imagining that the the sleeping priest must be the wizard who he's he's looking for, and he's just heard the wrong, you know, the wrong thing. Uh, he proceeds to try to um, break through the window, but he can't. Sorry, can I just interrupt one pause a second? You really should have read the rules on this. Which is, when when you pass, you draw a card, yeah, and then you may discard one card if you want to. Bullshit. Pass. This, that's what the challenge is. Surely. Yeah, I don't like that rule. I like, I like, I this like more cards building your deck. Yeah. And it makes it tougher. I like the challenge of it, though. And it makes it tougher for him. Mm. Which is most, the most important thing, really. <laughs> can I just say for the record, I kind of like the idea that there's no limit on how many cards you can pick up. Just, just for the fact that picking up one doesn't really do you any favours a lot of the time. If you want, you can pick up a few, then. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. Oh, okay. nice. All right. <clears throat> Maybe so, we should have a two-card pickup rule. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that works. So uh, he can't, you know, he can't uh, break through the window, and he tries the door, and in desperation, he beats his arm, hands against the wall, but he can't get through, and he can't wake the wizard, the priest, whoever it is. Yeah. So pass. He breaks his arm, um, battering against the wall, um, and <laughs> that is seriously my card. Well, he would, I suppose. That's entirely so he's just he's broke his arm. That's all I've given to the story, and 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 he screams. Uh, he, he he screams and and the wizard um, inside who's been asleep, no it's a priest a, priest, a holy priest a holy sleeping priest eventually wakes up with the, uh, his high pitched squeal at breaking his arm and he starts shouting thief thief there's there's a thief he must be trying to steal something in fact he must have he's he, he's stolen something from me he's an absolute monster. <laughs> And the queen banished the wizard <laughs> and had the tomb restored to its former glory. I'd say that's bullshit. That's How about a, yeah, you? That's, okay. a, that's a heaping pile of that. Okay, so... Um, right then. The, You've the, got to get a new ending card, don't you? Oh, yeah, so I get a new end, uh, ending card. <laughs> so, right, yeah, so the story passes on. Okay. So... So he's well. He's just woken up and shouted. Peace. So so yeah. So 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 it man- he managed to be risen from his slumber and started accusing him of being a thief and that he'd stolen something and that he's a monster. But how could I have stolen anything? Said the the lowly kitchen boy who wanted to be prince. Just to remind everyone of the plot. You know, he's um, a squire, right? Who's got a who's riding a fighting horse. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We've really downgraded the poor lad in this No, there was a princess. There was, there was the guy who was... Yeah, no, he's trying to be a prince. So he, yeah, he's trying he, to be a prince, yeah. Yeah, so he's met up. He's a, he's a squire who's seen a princess, but he can only marry if he's a prince. So he's gone to see yes. a wizard who turned out to be a priest, and now the priest has accused him of stealing. Okay. So uh, he said, well, how, how could I have stolen anything from you? I've, I, I can't get into your house. Surely someone has poisoned your mind. So I, I, I only wish to be... A prince that I may woo the princess, and she would have fond regard of me. And um, <clears throat> said, "I wish for you to make me beautiful in her eyes." And the no, oh, I'm done. God damn it! I was going to say, doesn't he still have a broken arm at this point? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've just won. I've just won. <sighs> yeah. Do what okay. you want. Do what you want. This is over. This is done. Okay. The holy priest looks at the boy and says, The only things that can help you now is magic and the gods. And I serve no magic, I serve only the gods. So it is them that shall help you. And so he raises his hands and lifts the squire into the sky and sits him on a cloud. So. So he can fly. What? No, he the. So he made him fly, though. He made him fly. Oh! So he made him fly. Oh. <clears throat> this can fly. <sighs> Aspect excellent. Uh, he made him fly, lifted him into the clouds, and the gods grant looked upon him and saw that he was pure of heart, and they granted his wish, and he floated down. His arm healed. His visage. Oh, changed. healed, 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 healed! <laughs> <laughs> I was this close. I was this close. 
Do I have to? I have yeah, to, I, yeah. I, I, you interrupted. So yeah, two cards. Um, Bullshit. I've got. I've got absolutely. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. I, I may need a second. You do this, man. It's a. Fi- it's no. It's fine. It's fine. I'm still one. I'm still one. Okay. I've got them in order. I've got an order. It's fine. This is happening. Win, or I will. There's <laughs> tension there. Well, so he's in, he's on a cloud. And he's been healed, and he's, and been he's healed, uh, and got talking, loads of finery. And he's talking to a god. Oh, he's been healed, and that's it. So yeah, he's, he's been, been healed. Um, but of course, th- these these were the gods of the sky. They were the gods of the underground. And they were cruel and evil and horrendous creatures. And they hated anything to do with the sky things. So as he floated down, they looked upon him and said, Well, you're coming down from our enemies, therefore you must be one of our enemies. Because the vow had been broken, the battle was lost. <laughs> Fuck that shit, right? Um, new ending card. Two new so, cards. So now he's floated down to us. The gods of the underworld have 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 called them their enemy because he must be because <laughs> he has been converting with their enemies. So, so as, he's an enemy of, um, as well. Yes, and they conspired against him as he floated down to meet his princess at court. As a lowly kitchen squire. He's not a squire. He said squire. He is a squire, but well, when does squires work in kitchen? Well, we said, we've said he's a kitchen boy. Well, no, no. He was a squire before he was a kitchen boy. Yeah. You've yeah. decided if he's a kitchen yeah, boy. Squires yeah, squires and stuff can work in kitchens. Um, and his main job was actually collecting wood. Uh, yeah, exactly. Axe. For the kitchen. Oh, they cook things okay. there. All right. Fine. The cook recognised him and shouted to the guard that he was an imposter. The queen immediately had him imprisoned in a dungeon where he sat, bereft, waiting for his love to come and save him, but she never did because she never knew of him. Having glimpsed him from the from the corner of her eye, uh, she forever loved this man who she never really set eyes on and just couldn't give He's herself to anyone else. And, oh, it, it and, and as, as a last boon, the gods gave to him a last wish. They said, we cannot set aside what the dark earth gods have, have, have done for that would cause war, but we can allow you to give one gift to your princess. And he said... Give her this fine ring that she may remember me. And as long as she lived, she could never remove it. Uh, now you see, now you see for me, there's no ring. There's, oh, you, yeah. you didn't play a I ring. Said, no, I said, I said there's, there's no ring card, but I said yeah. it was a, in fact, no, there's a ring there. A ring as a love yeah. token um, from this poor kitchen boy. Fucking hell, yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn it, damn it, oh, damn yeah. it. Oh yeah, <laughs> we've got to beat him at least once. We are, we are. I think, I think teamwork is involved yeah. in this next one. We're just gonna fuck up these stories so bad that no matter what he's got, will just not make sense. Bring You're it. good though. Bring it. You're good. Right. This is why. I, this is why I'm not allowed to buy this game. It's why I'm not allowed to play this I game. I really. How much? I does love it. Game cost you? No, it's not a huge amount. I think it was. I don't know about. Like, there's. I've got. I've got a couple of expansions in this as well. The core version of it comes with. Uh, 114 story cards and 11, sorry, and 51 ending cards. And then I got the, so yeah, I got the Knight's Tale one. And then I think I possibly got something else maybe as well. I really like it. Can Dax and Biddy beat me? Find out next week. Once Upon a Time is published by Atlas Games. Music was Letter in a Casket by Louis Barabbas and the Bedlam Six. 
If you've got any comments, questions, or feedback, get in touch with us at swordnutradio at gmail.com. That's swordnutradio at gmail.com or at swordnutradio on Twitter. Thanks for listening.